Welcome to episode 88 of the Farm Exec Podcast. I'm Elaine Quilici, Senior Editor of Farm Exec Magazine and your podcast host. Farm Exec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest commercial insights for the C-suite. On this week's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Yan Chen, CEO of Elpis Biopharmaceuticals. Yen talks about how she transitioned her career from scientist to CEO and what that has entailed. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll be right back with Yan. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at truesterumntwk.com. Hello, podcasters. Today, I'll be interviewing Yan Chen, CEO of Elpis Biopharmaceuticals. Yan is here to discuss how she transformed her scientific background into launching her own biotech. Thanks for joining us today, Yan. Thank you very much, Elaine. I appreciate the opportunities to speak with you and share my experience of being an entrepreneur. So what led you to starting your own biotech? What did you hope to do different? Well, I'm a very creative scientist. I like to be innovative and make a difference. Over the past 20 plus years, I've been doing drug discovery in biopharma industry at large companies and uh, small biotechs. And I like the startup environment that allow us to empower people, develop ideas, being flexible, efficiency, and fast decision making. Grow the company and highly inspiring people. I have dreamed one day I could leverage scientific innovation and efficient decision-making and build my own company to make an impact to patients. So the initial breakthrough of immunology has remained limited to certain cancers and the subsets of patients. Most cancers are still resistant to the approach. It had become clear to me that overcoming the resistance and bringing new hope to patients will require a new generation of uh, antibody and uh, protein therapeutics. Given the complex biology of a cancer immune interface, this could have to be engineered to be multifunctional and modulate several mechanisms coordinately or synergistically. So follow 20 years of my drug discovery experience, um, I have come to be recognized as one of the leading experts in the antibody discovery and the protein engineering technologies. This put me in a unique position where what I did best was ideally suited to direct innovation, solve some of these very challenging scientific problems, and to bring some solutions to cancer patients. How did you know it was the right time to launch? I was inspired by several successful entrepreneurs around me, and I have decided to let my dream come true. In 2017, the cancer immunotherapy has made a revolutionary achievement and approved the first anti-CD19 CAR-T therapy. These are the class of therapeutics I've been developing. I felt it was the right time to click and develop a next generation of immunotherapeutics more creatively and efficiently. 
How did you go about funding? Well, fundraising is the most critical and challenging part for biotech. It is very hard work and sometimes can be very discouraging. We hear a lot of no's before we hear yes, and we have to convince the investors about our innovation research, our differentiated technology, differentiated approach, and a differentiated mechanism from all the others. But we are able to raise $40 million so far. Right now, we continue to raise big money to support the uh, clinical development of our lead programs. What other challenges did you encounter along the way, and how were you able to overcome them? There are always expected and unexpected challenges. In addition to fundraising and setting business, Elk is transforming into a clinical stage company. As company evolves, we needed to recruit more talented people and motivate and retain them. For example, right now we are expanding our C-level executives to help lifting the company to next level. And we are also looking for more space for expansion, the company's growth. And also unexpectedly, last year, there is a COVID-19 pandemic. It is a very challenging since we are lab-based scientists. We have to follow um, mass guidelines and also come up with uh, internal safety procedures. But as a team effort, uh, we are able to operate safely, being productive and advance our programs on time. Do you have any advice for other scientists wanting to start a biotech? Indeed, nowadays, a lot of scientists want to start their own company. I would encourage them, if you have a dream of doing something different, just do it. But be prepared for the hard work. You know, at PharmExec, we've seen a shift over the past couple of years of the path to the C-suite. Traditionally, CEOs have risen through the sales ranks, but now we're seeing more scientists advancing their work by starting companies of their own. What are your thoughts on the old versus new model? It is true that more and more scientists become entrepreneurial, running companies. I have noticed that many talented scientists know how to run business. They have some business skills and can learn business along the way. What's nice is that as a CEO, I can run science. And during business discussions, there is an advantage to talk about science as well. To transition myself to be a thoughtful leader, I spend less time in the lab now, but focus more on setting strategy, on making decisions, coaching team, running operations, raising funds, etc. Jan, thanks so much for being with us today. It's been really interesting learning about what it takes to start a biotech and your experience in doing so. Thank you so much, Eileen. It is such a pleasure speaking with you and your audience. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At TrueSterum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. TrueSterum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at TrueSterumNTWK.com.
And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from pharma execs. Hi, I'm Yan Chen, CEO of Alpis Biopharmaceuticals. And my leadership tip is to hire talented people to join your team, inspire them to think big, and motivate them to deliver. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutives, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of FarmExec, its parent company, or our advertisers. For editorial questions, please email editorial director Lisa Henderson at lhenderson at mjhlifesciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at tbaker at mjhlifesciences.com.